whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hello. Oh, hey. Uh, Thank you very much uh, just taking the time and talking to us. Uh, uh, that's just real nice. But, you know, I was wondering, is covering songs such a crime nowadays? Well, we stole them, but we altered them and given them back. So where's the crime? <laughs> I'm asking you, you know. <laughs> well, in this pandemic, we you know, obviously stuck like everyone else at home. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when we do an album, a purple album, we have to be together. We have Because yeah. it all comes from jams. Yeah. And the jams turn into songs later on. And, but it's it's got to start from all of us. You can't just write a purple song. You've got to, you know, somehow just mess around until you find something. <laughs> and so that was impossible. Yeah. So we took the writing part out of it and said, well, we use other people's songs. All we got to do is perform it. Okay. So it's simple, really. You know, it, that, that was one of my questions because I thought that a lot of fans would basically think that you would have, you know, written the purple song somewhere stored in some archives and you're going to go and work on those. <laughs> no, we, we, we don't have many extras. We, you know, we work to... To complete a thing, there, there are a few dotted around, but they're unfinished, and uh, we don't usually return to things once we've abandoned them. Ah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. But what? Always moving forward, did you see? <laughs> yeah, see. But was it hard to agree on all the songs that you covered now? Did somebody oh, go like torture. the oh, absolute I'm torture? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we, we couldn't find any songs that turned us on from the last thirty or forty years. Um, yeah. And you know we're all uh, of an age where we we saw rock and roll to start with. Yeah. So obviously the fifties, sixties, and seventies play you know a big part in our lives, and which is why most of the songs that we wanted to do or that we have, you know our favourites come from that era. Yeah. And so we made a list. We all contributed I don't know ten or fifteen songs to a mm -hmm. list. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a huge list, and we had these conference calls, and we took a vote, basically. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's the ones that are on the album won the votes. You know, I just, you know, it's it's a very interesting list for me. I mean, I'm I'm not 50 anymore either, but there were a lot of songs that I just wouldn't know, even in the original version. And uh, I knew the Battle of New Orleans, but I thought, like, How, how would you get the idea that Deep Purple is going to come in the battle of New Orleans? <laughs> well, you know, before rock and roll came Skiffle. Yeah. And especially in England anyway. And, and Lonnie Donegan was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that was one of the songs that I, I loved from him. And uh, before rock and roll, that's that's what we were into. And so, yeah. uh, I don't know, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> it still is. <laughs> what was... With all the songs that you covered, what was your aim and or your goal and your ambition to do with those songs? Well, just, uh, I, I guess the, the word or the verb would be to purpleize them. Yeah. You know, uh, we didn't want to do straight copies. No. Because what, what's the point in that? We, we had to sort of be a bit adventurous about it and, and make, make them new in, in a way, you know? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's been done for years. Was it hard? Not really. I mean, the difficulties were more technical than anything else. Oh, okay, yeah. We decided, uh, you know, we couldn't jam all together because there's latency problems and it would be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so uh, three of us in the band did demos of the songs. 
very basic demos, you know, drum machine and a couple of chords and stuff. And, okay. and everyone added their parts to it. Um, and or remotely, it's, it was uh, a long, you know, you, you send a demo out and it's, you know, a couple of weeks before you get something back, like oh, the drums <laughs> on it or the organ solo or whatever. <laughs> uh, and it's a great, actually, surprise when things come back to you much it's completely different to what you thought they'd, they'd be. <laughs> so it's exciting, actually. It was fun. It's, and uh, fun is the operative word. Yeah, we wanted to do a fun album. Yeah. Because there's so much, you know, down depression in the world right now. That's true. We just wanted, originally we wanted this to come out in the summer because we thought it was a summery album. What happened? Uh, but we couldn't get it out so quick. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, it's only like, what, a year or like 50 months uh, after after your last record. So it's a, it's amazingly fast anyway. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Although you recorded in different, probably different continents, the record, the record sounds like one take, like, like one, you know, like you were together in a room. Amazingly. Well, that, that, that surprised us because when we started, we thought, well, let's try it out to see if it works. Yeah. Um, and we did, you know, the first couple of songs and, and well, it, yeah, it sounds promising. So we continued and it's really Bob Ezrin who is, the, if, you know, if Deep Purple is the wheel, he's the hub. Okay. And uh, it all centered around him, and he kept note of who'd done what and what solos that needed to be done and so on. And so uh, it, it was quite easy, really, to do that. But the difficulty was in, in not being with the band when you're playing. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a different experience. Yeah. In a way, it was good, because you can try things out, and no, one, no one's going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> were there any songs are there any songs on this record where you go like I don't want to play this song I'm sorry <laughs> well the only the, the challenge for me was um, Oh Well yeah uh, Steve did the uh, the uh, Steve Morse did the uh, the demo for that yeah and uh, it gets to about halfway through the song and it goes off on some kind of spacewalk yeah which is typical of Steve I mean he, he can't <laughs> still, he can't stop writing that kind of stuff and that's great I mean well, we love it Yeah. But but he wrote a part that was almost impossible for me to play. Oh, yeah, you know, a, a huge chromatic run. Well, thank you, Steve. There, that's very nice of you. <laughs> but I did it in the end. Yeah, it's funny. A band such as Deep Purple has usually at least a five-year plan mapped out, like what's going to happen, what where we're going to be in two years' time, blah blah. blah. Is that still? You know, your agenda is still, do you have one until 2024? Not 24, no, but we, we're looking at 23 as well as 22. Okay, well, hopefully uh, we're looking at some live shows. Well, that's what we look, we're all living hope. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and the last two years of, of uh, touring has been cancelled, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so we're really hoping that we can get on the road next year. All right, all right. Are, We've got uh, it planned, but yeah. whether it happens or not is dependent on the cosmos. Yeah, most likely. Are you situated in England right now? I presume. No, I'm in Switzerland. Oh, you're in Switzerland. Okay, so yeah. I, I could, all right, yeah, that's better. Because uh, I was just thinking, like, what effect would Brexit uh, and the like have on a band or a touring band such as The Purple for you guys? Yeah, pain in the neck. Yeah. Pain in that. I mean, I think the whole thing's a calamity myself, but uh, um, it hasn't affected us that much because obviously we haven't been on the road. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know from the from the uh, 
shifting of gear from country to country. How, how that's you got to have carnets and all this business. Now we, it's like going back to the seventies <laughs> when Europe was different countries. Oh, I mean, it's still different countries, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. The ease with which you could go to Spain and Italy and France is uh, wasn't like that in the seventies. So it's a, it's a bit of a reversion. When you go out and play shows and uh, the shows that are to come, you know, usually Deep Purple has a, a very, I wouldn't say stiff set list, but you don't, there's a lot of songs that people expect you to play. How can, how can you involve those new songs? Are you going to do, do some cover, cover, cover tunes uh, the uh, next time around? I don't know. We usually make that decision the day before we hit the road. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> we, don't, we don't rehearse a lot. Um, it's just it's difficult, actually. We're all over the world, you know. So getting yeah. together is, uh, is a magic moment. And, you know, uh, the set list problem is something that you can never solve. Yeah. Um, what people what people always want their particular favorites. We want to do what we, is good for us. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's usually a mixture of old and new as as much as we can. And once you've got set into a tour, there may be one or two songs that you'll switch around. But uh, yeah. generally speaking, once you've got a set list, you, you kind of stick to it. Yeah, we, we're not the kind of band. We're a lazy band, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, I guess I guess we've earned the right to do what we like, whether people like it or not. Yeah, 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 you do. But uh, uh, then again, you know, we're talking about a couple of years in the future, and uh, is is nobody in the band? And excuse this question, but I gotta ask you that: Is nobody of the band getting tired of getting out on the road, or even after now? Now there was a two-year break. Didn't some guys feel just comfortable being home? That's where we live. Okay. You know, everyone wants to know when we're stopping. <laughs> I guess we don't never. know when we're yeah. stopping. Which yeah. it'll it'll happen naturally. Yeah. We're not going to plan a final gig. This is it. Our goodbye. You know, it's a, it's a long goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> And we don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. So I, we yeah we do love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's all I've done for the last 60 years or so. You know, so <laughs> it's uh, that's a natural place to be, and and yeah, I'm, it would be good to get back out. Yeah, did you do anything in those two years with lockdown and everything on the side, just for you personally? Well, I'm I'm, I'm writing my book. All right, when when is it finished? That's another question I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know who the, who the murderer is. It'll, it'll, when it's finished, it'll be finished. That's all I know. <laughs> oh. it's, a, it's a long process. I've got a lot of uh, memories to sort out. Which is, uh, I'm, I'm really curious and uh, and highly interested in reading all this. You, Me too. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, Thomas, I think we're going to hang up because I've got a computer audio I'm waiting to join now. That's okay. I'm done. I got no more further questions, Your Honor, and I hope to see you soon. We don't, salute, don't we salute you guys. Sure, sure we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're Duchess. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. A lot, a lot of fun talking to you, mate. Yeah, I see you soon, hopefully. Okay. Take care. Thanks, bye bye. Bye bye. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.